The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Bethany. And I'm Anthony Garcia. And this is the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. In this day and age of filters and heavy editing, we believe in sharing the real and raw parts of marriage, parenthood, and real freaking life that often get filtered over. Every week, we share next level, real life confessions from our audience. You'll either feel seen, highly entertained, or maybe even both. Come hang with us and catch a new episode every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss a single confession. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. What's up, everyone? What's up, everyone? (laughs) Welcome back. We got a new episode today. I'm here with Stassi. Yes. She's back, everyone. We're And we're fired up. We are fired up because we just watched the first three episodes of Harry and Meghan on Netflix. Let me tell you something, okay? I mean, I know you know this, but your listeners don't, okay? Last night, you and I went to a viewing party of the holiday, which was like just the perfect girls' night. Like really, that's what my girls' nights, like that's... That's my ideal type of girls night nowadays. 100. And you were like, oh, yeah, because like a Harry and Meghan documentary comes out tomorrow. And I'm like, what? I was like, I didn't realize it was tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I went home and I told Bo, I was like, listen, I know we were planning on like having a night together where we watch Wednesday and all that stuff. But Harry and Meghan doc comes out. So you won't be seeing me tomorrow night. Then I woke up this morning and saw all these articles everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's out now. I'm like, cancel all my plans. I'm like, I won't cancel on you, but cancel anything that I was supposed (laughs) to do. I'm going to stay in my room and watch these three episodes. And it's transformed my life. It's like truly like I feel like it's it's a part of my soul now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the f- part of the fiber of your being. Yeah, it is. Oh my God. Well, yeah, my my mind has been swirling because I woke up too. And like, th- that's the part I love about Netflix is because when something comes out on that day, it's literally midnight. Boom, it's up. You can watch it. I didn't know this how, info. Uh, I don't that, And how you don't know this, it's just, I, it blows my mind. But yeah, so I woke up like <laughs> Christmas morning. I was like, went to the bathroom, <laughs> like, was still my eyes were like barely open was like chug some water put my glasses on had some coffee and was like all right let's get into it yeah let's have just the best fucking day ever Mm -hmm. okay so there's so many thoughts because for anyone that doesn't know you know harry megan they want to tell their story because yes. they haven't been able to because they've been, you know, silenced, stifled, muffled, whatever you want to say. And listen, I can hear all the people right now literally sighing and being like, oh, fuck. And are like they're about to turn this podcast episode off. Like, just hear me out. OK, we're not going to talk about this whole time, but we got we got thoughts. Yeah, so we want to share them. But also, like, I know that those people that are sighing and that don't like them are like she they did. T- they haven't stopped talking. She has her podcast. She did Oprah, the Oprah interview. Oprah. OK, the Oprah interview maybe wasn't that it wasn't ideal. It wasn't no. it wasn't ideal. You know what? Everyone flops sometimes. And when you're doing somebody else's show, sometimes you don't get your point across the way that 
you were hoping you would. Yes. And I think that's what happened. But they haven't been able to just tell their story the way they want to. They did told it the way Oprah asked them questions. It's For it's sure. it's different. Like you can't say that. Yeah, no, this is literally t- telling them from the the beginning from the time they met up until like present day basically. <sighs> and, and like the greatest love story it's, ever. I mean, <laughs> like and it's it's really just tell they're not trying to overdo it, I don't think. Talking about just simply like how they met their first date, how Harry showed up 30 minutes late and how they really try to keep it just this like really private thing because, you know, I think it's it's true. You know, Harry, seeing how his mom tried to settle into this, not just marriage and relationship with his father, but this job essentially and seeing all the other women in the you know royal family try to take on this massive role in in that it's nearly impossible and so from a young age he knew that was going to be a very tough thing for him yeah to find somebody that could take that on so he wanted to really it was really important for him and Megan to really have time to get to know each other and fall in love before it became this huge you know public thing yeah I also think it's really important to note that like you know a lot of the criticism about Megan is that like oh, everything just seems so fake. Everything, she just seems so fake. These three episodes felt so real. I can say like, you know, in the Oprah interview, there were moments where I was like, that seems kind of fake. Still love you, but seems kind of fake. It felt a little put on. A little put on. In this, I feel like I'm watching them. Like it it felt like they were so relaxed. They were just like, let's just be who we are. And I'm sorry, but like who Megan is, is someone who is kind of that perfect. I don't think she's like putting it on. No. I think that she literally probably does wear like silk pajamas and like doesn't drink (laughs) too much. You know what I mean? And like has her like coffee in the morning and like really like kind of just like makes the right decisions all throughout the day. Like and is just like kind with the way that she talks and is extra polite. And some people might say that that's fake, but I think that's just who she is. She's that great. She's but I think they kind of showcase that with with her talking about her as a, as a child, even growing up, that she was always very, you know, like meticulous and very much of a nerd and got good grades and like was yeah. very kind of like focused her entire life. So that really translates to her and her adult life as being somebody that's very put together and organized. Yeah. She does definitely have like her fun side where she likes to let loose, but it's, it is believable that she would be that person. That that is who she is. And, and I think it's so cute. They talk, I mean, I knew about, I knew about this before how they brought in her like whole like activism because that is somebody that who she started to be when she was young. Yes. And I totally feel like I hate when she just gets this reputation for being like this like fame hungry actress. Like, no, just because you were an actress and that's something she did. It doesn't negate like everything else that she was trying to do. It was like mm-hmm. almost like acting was a way for her to get a platform to do what she wanted to do, to get her bills paid in like a very comfortable way. Yeah. So she could do what she actually wanted to do. And I just, I, I like, I love them. Like I, th- there's so much, there's so much we could literally talk about. I don't even like know where to begin. Like how did the first episode begin? <laughs> like, I mean, I I think it's hard to to just go through like each moment and and, yeah. and talk about it. But what I like with that she was pointing out is that that there was no like conditioning. There was no like this is how you need to act now that you're yes. part of a royal. She's like it wasn't like Princess Diaries where there was like princess 
classes that you go to. Like she's like, even when I met Harry's grandma, like it was just, it was sprung on me. And he's, you know, we're driving up to have lunch at wherever they were going to. And he's like, so you know how to curtsy? And she's like, no. Yeah. And she showed up and when she did her impression of like this curtsy, yeah. <laughs> there's like this like little like music that plays and she's like, does this like very like, like overdone, like with her whole body yeah. bowing thing. And he's like sitting there looking at her and it's probably exactly how it went down. But, you know. No, I thought, Katie, that was so interesting because I was one of those people who assumed that there was like royal classes. I'm like, meaning that like the royal family like had someone that would like come in like a butler or something and come in and be like, okay, this is the protocol for this. These are, this is what you do at this sort of event. This is the type of hat you wear. Make sure you do this. Like when you see this person always do this. I just assume because of the movies like princess diaries that like, that's what <laughs> happens. So like to hear that, like, no, you kind of just, you go in there and you learn from like observing and watching people and to hear print or to hear Harry say, like, it's not like my grandmother sat us down and was like, this, these are the duties of the royal family that you're in. He's like, no, it's just something that's, it's a gradual thing that you just learn by being in it. Yeah, but you're, you're in it, but then she's got this massive microscope on her and yeah. everyone is looking at her and just expecting, but also not realizing that she's not grown up like observing the royal yeah. family at all period and then just picking apart everything that she's doing like when they're talking about she just is constantly getting in trouble for trying just to be pleasant i think was the word that yeah. she used. like her trying to be cordial to even like photographers of paparazzi oh yeah. she's enjoying it too much her signing an autograph not good her just like just she was every at every turn she's getting into trouble for just just trying to do her best or be pleasant or nice and it's just like she was just doomed don't you kind of relate okay this might be kind of cringe to say but like don't you relate on some really small scale like when she was talking about that about the paparazzi photos and how harry had to text her and be like hey can you not talk to the paparazzi and not smile because now they're writing stories that like you love the attention and that's like why you're <laughs> you're doing this i'm like oh my god this brings me back to like two years ago or 2020 almost three years ago when it's like there were paparazzi out and if there was a photo taken of me and I was smiling, people are like, she has no shame. She doesn't care. She's not sorry for anything. But if there was a photo of me where I looked sad, people were like, look at her playing the victim. Like, are we supposed to feel sorry for her? that? It's like, you can't win no. either way. So like, what do you do? Like Bo there's and no, I, Bo no and I would have these conversations. We'd be like, do we smile? Do we, Brown, do we look angry? If we don't smile, we literally look like we're in a fight. Like, what do we do? Like, there's no way to win there's, that. There's no medium between that. Yeah, exactly. It's and imagine it on her like times a trillion. Like, yeah. no one's on the photos of me, so like, who really fucking cares? But like, photos of Meghan Markle, every everyone saw them. The whole world mm -hmm. sees them. Yeah. No, and and even when she was talking about choosing her, you know, outfit. Yeah, and that she would like her colors were chosen, you know, not meticulously, but there was thought put into it where she was like, 
And I thought about you too. Wait, no, no you literally, so I thought about myself. I was like, not me over here dressing in beige <laughs> because I thought it was cool because Meghan Markle did it and like realizing that she was doing it to blend She was in, doing it to blend in. To be boring. To be boring. Literally. So I was like, I dressed to be boring. I thought about you as like, ooh, I wonder. <laughs> no, that like, hit. That hit. But you know, I love beige so much. Because, because so it doesn't matter. Again, they, I don't know what, when or how she came upon this knowledge, but you can't be wearing the same color as any of the more the uh, senior, senior royals senior royal so she didn't want to ever like you know take any chances there and so she would just wear like you know muted colors like beige yeah the fact that she's like so what are gonna be the colors that like people won't want to wear camel beige white i i literally felt like my my cheeks going red i was like <laughs> like like i was exposed in some you, were, way. <laughs> you were totally exposed no, listen, I don't care. <laughs> I still love beige and camel and white. I think it's classic. You never go out of style. If that's the color that you're wearing, you're never going to look back and be like, what the fuck was I thinking? So like timeless. Okay. Some might say boring and blending in. I say timeless. She said boring. And yes, blending, she did. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I know. Something that really that like could stand out for me as well was when everything was going down with her dad. Yeah. That was really sad because I you know there was just no way to know because again they can't hop on Instagram live or nothing to be like hey by the way and and just like debunk and like show their receipts and like here are the text screenshots like I sent him a bunch he's not responding y'all here's all the miss here's all the calls of unanswered you know with all the receipts that they had because he was the one that was talking to you know press and all the media outlets saying his side of everything so yeah it was easy to assume like okay wow like now he's like not coming and he had a heart attack and all of all of these things like days before the wedding where you know the reality was that they got tipped off that he was doing all the staged photos Mm -hmm. and so when she tried to contact him he denied it and she just for whatever reason didn't believe it and then he just stopped communicating with her yeah. And and then continued to go to the press and continue to go to press and saying that. And then she had to learn that he wasn't coming to the wedding from through TMZ through TMZ. And like, so w- w- I was shocked to learn that. Yeah. And I know people are going to say like, oh, well, that's just what she's saying. You know what? And I know people are going to say that. But it's like, but why? Why are you going to be so quick to believe anyone else? Anybody but, else but but her but her. Why would she yeah. lie about that? Why would sh- someone lie about that? Yes. I know. Listen, I know it sounds like we drank the Kool-Aid and that's because we did. <laughs> but it's not cool. I, think, I know. I think it's I think it's far more easy to believe that somebody in that position would not be able to tell their side of something and let everyone else tell it for her. Yeah. And her to finally be able to be like, this is the actual truth. Yeah. Of the matter. OK, question for you. What? This still goes along with um, do you relate in a small, some small scale, to the fact that she, they haven't been allowed to tell their truth. It's almost like when you're on a reality show and like the season's wrapped, but like you're not allowed to talk about anything that's gone on, and then all of these narratives start being spun out on social media or anywhere it's getting picked up, and you're like, but that's not really what happened. But you are contracted, so you can't tell your truth. And if you do tell your truth. Sometimes you just look like a fucking crazy liar. Not you in particular, anyone. <laughs> and so you're like, I, I'm i like forced to just like be quiet and be silent and not comment. Yeah, 100%. No, it I, sucks. I related so much to what she was talking about. Like, I don't know if she realizes like how much that 
the royal family and is like, like Vanderpump Rules <laughs> is like no like being on a reality TV yeah. when they were talking about the way the you know the firm or the the royal fa- how everything works within also their their ties to media and to the public is like being on a reality on TV Bravo. show <laughs> on and on, on the in the NBC Universal umbrella <laughs> any reality any reality I know I'm just the way that like they have this like agreement that you know because the public pay- pays taxes and it goes to them that you know they want to be able to gain access to their lives so they have this like you know agreement with the media that they're like okay so we will let you have access we're going to give you stories and then you can feed that to the public it is like basically like this is your show here's your entertainment yeah. da, 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 da. we're going to perform and even one of the you know author one of the media people that is commenting in this documentary is saying like you know sometimes you just gotta you know you gotta perform for them yeah when he said that to harry megan that is 100 percent relatable because it's like yeah you you and it's because it is their lives these are their actual mm-hmm. lives and these are their relationships that they're spinning into stories for media for it, enjoyment for entertainment for the public got it so i was like girl you and you, so when you would be a great housewife of so Beverly it's, Hills. <laughs> it's, it's just interesting that when she she had Andy Cohen on her podcast, and it just would it, it just would have been interesting had Andy been on her podcast post this to yeah. sort of make that connection and be like, you don't understand how similar this is. Yeah. No, I completely <laughs> fucking so agree. I, I understand why she maybe doesn't want to watch anymore because she's. triggered she's basically lived that without you know actually having the dialogue or anything attached to it it's just somebody else putting the words in her mouth and like (laughs) this was like this just these three episodes i feel like i have learned so much i there's been so much that i felt that has been now confirmed you know what i mean like good i'm glad that my instincts to keep liking these people like we're right. And like, as anyone can listen right now and be like, yeah, but like there are three sides to every story. Correct. Correct. Yes, there are. But that doesn't mean that like theirs isn't true. That doesn't mean that this is the first time we're hearing anything from them that we haven't heard before. We're hearing things we've never heard before. So give it a chance. And this also doesn't mean that like Kate and William are bad. This doesn't mean that like there are like that Harry and Megan are the heroes and everybody else are the villains. Like this just means that like, wow, Harry and Megan kind of had a really tough time. And like, this is how they got to where they're, they're at now. This is why they made the decisions that they've made. Like this doesn't mean like, I still love Kate and William. Like yeah, I still I, love the monarchy. What? I want to hear Kate and William. I like now. need them to film a reality show. <laughs> like I'm going to no, need that now. It's making me think that there's four stories. There's the firm, there's media, then there's the truth. And then there's, you know, I don't know that. I think there's more, there's actually more. There's this, this is exposing more than like people will probably realize. I feel like the like I keep trying to think of okay, well who's the problem? You know, like who cuz you know, in every situation you always want to blame someone. Like that's just like human nature. And there like really hasn't been anyone you can blame. Like you can't it's not the queen's fault. She's she wasn't a bad person. It's not King Charles' fault. It's not like even the PR dude, like he was in a tough spot. He had to do PR for like the four of them. Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that sucks. What a daunting task. Like there are so many moving parts, but I think that I can confidently say that I think the main bad guy is the media. 
Yes. But then like who, like are we talking, it's not the photographers technically, is it the writers or it's the people that the writers and the photographers report to? Is it, is it then, or the people who own? It's the, whoever gets to approve whatever story is being put out. So it's a lot of people yeah, that are the problem. It's whoever decided like, this is what this, the system's going to be. Yeah. The system's going to be that we're going to have this relationship with the media who's going to spin stuff and it's going to work in whoever's favor we're going to decide it's going to be it. Yeah. So that's who the problem and who I don't know who that person is. Yeah. But who's the one that made that connection to the media? It's like, who's that guy? I don't know. Because it's definitely a dude. You know that. <laughs> for sure. Like, well, that's for sure. And like, what's also so interesting is that like, this is the first time in history that like the royal family have had to like grow up and be raised in that, that like agreement. Whereas like when you, th- because times are changing so quickly, now, you know, mm-hmm. with like technology and just like, I don't know, like shit like that. Yes. Like it hasn't been like this since the like 2000 years or however. How long did they say? Over a thousand years. The monarchy <sighs> is. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all new. So let's just say Queenie. Let's just say she's the one who organized it. Because she was like, you know what? I have an idea. Liz was like, I think that we should do like this thing with the media where we, it's kind of like trade. This is how we like get with the times. I'm sure when like that was started, it wasn't like as sinister as it is now. And who could have foresaw the birth of social media? Do you know what I mean? So like now it's changed into, it's like turned into this whole different beast where it's not just photographers clamoring for photos of the Royal family. It's now those photos go up and everyone in the world they're mm-hmm. on their computers and their phones typing in the most awful shit. So basically, we're the problem. The consumers. The public. Me, the public, me included. We're right the now. problem. Right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So, like, I just want to, like, issue a formal apology to Megan and Harry for being part of the problem. Correct. Yeah. We love you, though. Thanks. Yeah. So we're, like, what is it on Bridgerton? What's the woman, what do they call her that puts out the articles? Oh, whistle down, whistle down, lady, lady whistle down, lady to whistle down. It's basically she's basically the the you know that in Bridgerton. Who's <laughs> On that small in? scale? Who? The people? No, but like how she like puts out the gossip to the town. It's yeah, like that's that was like the beginning, you know, of what. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. You know. Yeah, I know. Look how look how far we've come. <laughs> but that you imagine that's how this that started. I know. Yes. Correct. So you, yes, you got where I was going. Yes. That person's the problem. Yeah. That person, the person <laughs> handing out the pamphlets, the person who decided to do like the little pamphlets to mm-hmm. hand out where like there was society gossip, whether it was true or not, like whatever, like that's the problem. You know, that's yeah. also partly how Marie Antoinette reached her untimely death. Yeah. Because I, th- we've seen it in the movies and I believe that's, it is factual that within, you know, the, the, palace whatever throughout history that that's how they you know that was currency yeah that they would trade secrets to get what they wanted you know they wanted someone and they were written like gossip the same way they they would trade secrets like it's you see it and that's to this day almost how things happen Mm -hmm. someone's gonna write a smear article on you you say well i got something else that you can write instead trades these it's terrible i think that's how my pregnancy was leaked 
FYI, do I sound bitter <laughs> and resentful? Because <laughs> I keep referencing that time, but I can't help but reference it because everything that like Megan and Harry are saying, it's like triggering that in me. It's like just, you know, when you watch anything, you find ways to relate to it. And yeah. so that's how I'm relating to so many parts of their story. And so like, yeah, when you talk about trading articles, I'm like that I'm convinced that there was an article, there was, there was information traded. Like someone was going to get a bad article, a very damaging article written about them. And mm-hmm. they were like, I have information that I can give you instead. Stasi's pregnant. No one knows. I'm pretty sure. That's the only thing I can come up with. It makes sense because there was so few people that knew. And the people that I knew that knew at the time would never do that. Yeah. But I told a few towards the end. I told a few that I could be like, I could I could see that. I could see that. Once once you told me that you had told some people, I was like, okay, that's on me. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Because you told me like at the end, you're like, I'm just going to Kylie Jenner this and yeah. just like not ever post anything and just show up with a baby one day. I was like, that sounds like plan. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, well, I can't wait for next week because they they ended this the the third episode like right before the wedding. The wedding. So the next three episodes are going to be like everything that happens like the way they want, you know, when they finally decide that they're going to, you know, quit essentially so i feel like it's gonna get like real juicy and hopefully it's gonna be very illuminating into like what started happening and you know maybe some fallout and some relationships there i think that it's important to note though they haven't talked shit about one person well no there was nothing to talk yet because so far everything we don't know that there was nothing to talk give me a break Um, no but i mean like it, it was things were starting to get a little muddy but like it's it they seemed- even managed to discuss her father and her half sister without talking shit there was like zero opinion or slandering it was just very factual she's like maybe she's repaired those relationships since so no, I, don't know. I don't know doubtful no but she's like talking about samantha markle like who's like gone who's been cuckoo like the whole time anything you see about her like remember when she was trying to be wheelchaired into <laughs> buckingham palace and she's like no i swear i can be in here and they're like please escort her out she should not be here well maybe they just decided we can't not talk about these things but they're not worth it but what i'm saying is they explained their side without talking shit. Like right. all Megan said, she's like, I've never lived with her. Like we've never had a relationship that was close enough to even have a falling out. Like that's it. Well, like it's kind of, she just very clearly and like without any feeling one way or another, there was no like giving the vibe that like this person sucks, this person's evil. It was just like, no, well, no, I'm not saying that there should be that aspect of it or of talking shit or having it be oh no i'm not saying you are i'm just like i keep in my brain i keep thinking about all the people who are listening being like yeah but they're just complaining and talking shit no they're not oh yeah no 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 there's there's none of that but i'm just saying i hope that if there was any fallout of anything like i wonder how they're going to deal with harry (laughs) harry's holding with his dad because we know that there was a little mm-hmm. bit of a situation there. So I'm wondering how they're going to address that. He's, this is the thing. He's the king now. So like, that's tough. But you know what? Like, he, he quit. And the, just the fact that they're doing this documentary, mm-hmm. like he could say nothing but shiny things about it, him. And it doesn't even matter. He's the king of a place that they, that you, his homeland. No, but his like, home. Like I personally think. They've already said enough about the the how the press they've already said enough 
I think. I think it's I think they're going to continue with that. I don't think they're going to call out family members. And I I like don't want them to. I don't want them to, but I'm just saying I'm one, he's he can't not address the things that happen. What things? Which things in particular? Well, I don't like just that there was some tension there. Right. Okay. So like I think that it can be addressed like that. Okay. Like this break has caused this Rift. So they're just going to gloss over it. I think so. I hope so for the sake of like family. You know what I mean? Some things are just like they're to me. They've already given a lot like in this documentary that I'm like, I don't need. I I don't like seeing like families talking bad about each other in. No, I'm not saying he should talk bad. I'm just like, I wonder. I don't think they will. Let's take a bet. I don't want to. I'm not betting. I'm not okay. saying. I'm not, I'm not. You're. You're thinking that I'm gonna. I'm assuming that you're going to. I'm just saying. Like, I wonder if they're gonna go out or if they're gonna go there. I yeah. don't think. I don't. I don't think so. I'm just curious. And I. I feel like I know for a fact in my bones they are not gonna go after Kate because they're doing this. I don't think they want to go after women. I don't. I don't. No. I no, think, no. 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 So like, Kate, rest your pretty little head. Like. Kate, if you're listening, like <laughs> sweetly tonight, because rest easy, because I think you're fine. Like, yeah, no, no, no. I don't think that's their goal. I think they just really want to tell that. I think they just want people to know them. She said that yeah. the whole thing is like people have been writing books about us that we they don't even know us. So, like, yeah. why don't you just watch this and hear from straight from our mouths what we've been through? Here's us documenting our lives through the past how many years. And yeah. it's like, this is what you're going to see. And it's, not like, a, it's not a slandered show. It's nothing about that. I just, but they did document what they were going through during that time. Yeah. And that's what did go down. So I'm I just know. wondering what we're going to see. I know. You know what? This also made me realize, like, I'm so starving for like some good old wholesome reality <laughs> TV too. You know what I mean? Like yes. I just watching her with her baby sitting there like cry I'm crying like wow this is powerful television and it's just any other mom technically with their kid like it's I could watch that anywhere Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and and to see like a couple that loves each other so much that like has each other's back so much and is such a great team I'm like this is so wholesome this is so wholesome and I love it yeah like no I do too and when she went to Botswana with him and like they were in the tent and she's like, are we safe? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I will keep you safe. I was like, oh, I know. My God. I know. But and also like, I watch a lot of Hallmark. My brain is straight goo. So like I was primed for this shit. I was ready for this. OK, but did you like not wonder in that moment where they pooped? Because I did. <laughs> no, of course you did. I literally was like, OK, like, so there's not a Starbucks nearby. Not, like what? <laughs> how did this work? Like so they had only gone on two dates and then she flew with him to go to Botswana and be in a tent with no bathrooms. She's like pretty much no like mirror. Like, yes, you have a compact mirror, whatever the fuck, like showers, all the things like you're literally like tenting, camping, whatever <laughs> the fuck with your boo that you've only gone on two dates with. What happens when the urge hit? to poop also like did you need anything to go to sleep do you need to take melatonin <laughs> xanax like unisom i don't know like she's Meghan markle she just snaps I, her finger i just like really want to know 
what that was like. Like if I had to go on a trip like that with another person, like he wouldn't have stayed with me. Like my psoriasis and rosacea just like flaring up, like just all the things like bowel movements at like the wrong inopportune times. Like (laughs) just no, like it it just no one would have been attracted to me after that. And I just, to me, that's like, wow, that's love. That is love. But that thought didn't cross my mind. I, was, I can't believe you didn't wonder where they went to the bathroom. Because she they literally said, like, no bathrooms. That means poo-poo's outside. Yep. Like, uh-huh. There was probably piles of, like, elephant poop everywhere. Just kind of, like, just... or They're literally in, you know... What if it's, like, a loud poop? How do you... How far away do you go? <laughs> like, how far do you walk so that... The other person, two hundred paces. Like I don't know. I, like <laughs> that part, like that, freaked me out. I hope I, she wasn't on her period. Oh man, think about that. Oh God, that would have been the worst. Been like, can't make it, dude. Yeah, I would have one hundred percent canceled. I don't care who you are. <laughs> like I don't care. Like one hundred percent would have canceled. He was obsessed with her. I don't think. I think he was not even thinking about it. He still is. Like it's the look of love, the whole documentary, like even in all of like the small moments, I'm like, he fucking loves her. They love each other. This isn't like a one sided thing because I did see some people writing me being like, this is awful. Megan like demas, like emasculates (laughs) Harry. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't think so. I've like never found a dude more masculine than I do with like watching Harry just like defend his family and like his and her like that is the most masculine. What are you talking about? It doesn't get more masculine and like than than that. Yes. And he's like cracking jokes. He's shining too. Like when he was talking about it, their engagement and oh my God. And and like the the downward dog. The person's like, yeah, what position were you? And he's like, downward dog. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's like see he's funny and he's like i was i got down on one knee and i was like oh my god i love that <laughs> or did he say downward dog did, or did it was a yoga reference yeah not a sex reference yeah for a second i thought that i he, thought you said doggy, doggy style. style i was like Me too i was like what i don't but that's my sick brain same so like initially I, like, I thought that too and then i realized oh no he's making a yoga uh, live yeah. laugh love reference okay yeah i was like it would have been hilarious yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're cute. They're so cute. They're cute. And I just had a really wonderful day watching it. And I hope that like any of the people that are hating on it, just like decide to still watch it. Like you're not allowed to have an opinion unless you watch it. Yes. Like I don't care. Like a lot of messages actually I got like in response to my stories were like, I hated them like legit hated them and then I watched this and now I'm their number one fan like what the fuck happened see this is something I talk about often on this podcast about sometimes you have such a strong opinion on a person and then you I don't know the, the, there might be just one fact or one story that you can hear from them and you just relate so hard to them that suddenly mm-hmm. you just see them in a completely different light yeah and it's just that is just who we are as humans and people that you know like we judgment is just part of the human condition and and experience it's what we do 
to protect ourselves. It's like that primal thing that we have that someone walks into the room and like immediately you want to size them up and put up a wall and a barrier because you like just feel like, I don't know, something innate and you turns on and you're like, I don't like them. I catch a vibe. So I'm just going to like put up that wall. But, But then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. They're from this place or they they like this or like this they've been through this that I've also been through. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, we're best friends now. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, anyone that has any kind of preconceived idea or notion of them should watch this because you're going to see them in an entirely different light. I feel like people don't want to see them in an entirely different light. So like it, you, that person, you're ignorant. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Just like give it a shot. You'll, this, this documentary could change the coldest of hearts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyways, all right. That felt that felt really good to just like talk about it. I know. I can't wait. Anyways, I feel like we just did talk this entire time about it, but I did want to ask you what you do you have any like Christmas? We just spent 36 minutes talking about it. Oh my god, Katie, I thought it was like 14. I know. But I just want to ask you, okay, because now so like last year was Harvard's first Christmas. Correct. So are you have you like tried to like introduce any Christmas traditions now that she's like a little bit older and a little bit more aware. Like she's obsessed with the Christmas tree. Yeah. She like every time we come over, she like goes to the tree and like points at it. Mm -hmm. So like, is there anything that you're trying to be like, okay, now that she's like fully aware that like this is all happening that you're like trying to do now this year. So I've realized that I can become like a bit of a dictator when it comes to the holidays. Okay. Really? Like I like to plan the vibe you know, I'm really into decorating. Like I, I enjoy doing it the same way that like you enjoy doing Lego to like zone out and feel like you're you're just doing yeah. something that like feels good and like kind of therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I feel about decorating for the holidays and only Halloween and Christmas, not all the other holidays, but whatever. <laughs> well, there's no you can't really decorate for any of the holidays. I mean, I guess you could, but like eh, no one does ugly. Yeah, no one does that. But I like to come up like I like to set the vibe. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want it to just be like, let's just throw up Christmas decorations. Like, no, kind of set. It's the atmosphere, the mood. What's it going to be like? And I, you just motioned to my apartment. Oh, no, I fucking love. <laughs> said, let's just throw up. Okay. No, okay. I love the vibe that okay. you've chosen Thank for your you. apartment. You know that. I know I'm teasing. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> this vibe is so chic. I'm obsessed. But I realized that in doing that, like I'm taking away the fun of like the family getting to make choices and like picking things out. Like, okay. and so I feel like I want to uh, this year, like within the next week, get another mini Christmas tree. (laughs) Didn't you tell me about this? Yeah. I said, because she wanted to, she was like, kept going to the tree or something. I was like, what if there was like a mini tree that she on her own could decorate? And didn't you say this also, you were like, and every year you could take a photo of it. Or like every year you could get like an ornament or something or like a something like an add to or something. Okay. So it could always be like the kid tree that she gets to like yeah. do her own or something. So when you first brought this idea to me, I was like, the tree is going to be ugly then. Like it's going to look messy and it's not going to fit. And I'm like, but that's not the meaning of Christmas. So mm-hmm. I need to like get over that. And then I thought it was you who said this. It was like, well, you could take a photo of that tree every year and see how it changes. And I'm like, Oh, that's fucking cute. That's so cute. So like that is something that I want to start doing this year. She was so young last year and she's still young that I'm trying to figure out what 
traditions are like are the ones we're gonna adopt and and have you know what I mean yeah because right now it's still it's still about me and (laughs) and my and my decor so it's like let go it's a weird thing to like all of a sudden be a mom in charge of like starting traditions that's like it's a lot of pressure yeah like what's gonna be our Christmas breakfast tradition you know what I mean? We got to oh. start that. I got to figure out what that's going to be. Like, do we open presents, all of them on Christmas morning? Do we open like part of them on Christmas Eve? What's going to be? I need to write the schedule that we're going to have for the rest of Do you know what a tradition that I always liked that we had is that we only like recently started opening Christmas presents on Christmas Eve. But um, I remember on Christmas Eve, there would be one present that we opened and it was always the same thing. We knew what it was going to be. It would be like pajamas. Oh, that's fun. So we'd wear those to bed and then we'd listen to the Polar Express to fall asleep to. It was like on a cassette and it was like on loop. And me and my brothers would like all sleep in the same room. And then we'd woke, we'd wake up and our stockings would be like at the door. Wait, this so, is really cute. So we would like, you know, open up our stockings like in bed and like there'd be like little presents wrapped inside and candy and things like that. In the morning or at night? In the morning. In the morning. So Santa would leave you the stockings at your door. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cute. Yeah. And then, you know, we go to the Christmas tree. My parents would think they would like be making coffee. So we have to wait. And my dad was so slow at his coffee. Yeah. It was like ridiculous. And then my mom would put on Christmas music. Wait, Katie. No, like literally <laughs> I'm going to adopt this. It this was, because it was pretty magical. No, that makes so much sense to like, because we, we already do the Christmas pajama thing. Mm-hmm. Like I did that last year. Chic. Silk. <laughs> like cute. polka dotted ones, like in this like dark burgundy color, like really cute. Ra- did you wrap it? No, because she was not even one years old but now you can wrap it that that can be like the the first gift of christmas totally i really (laughs) like that and i love the idea of her walking out of her nursery and have it can you even call it a nursery when they're about to be two her room whatever walking out and seeing her stocking there with little fucking presents in that she's gonna shit her pants like that is gonna be that's That's it so good i'm i'm literally adopting that adopt because i loved it i love that like our stockings would be like right outside our door right there and be like oh my gosh terry for the win Mm -hmm. with that one like that is i'm doing that like i'm literally gonna go home right after this and (laughs) amazon a bunch of little things i think she'll like and i'm Mm -hmm. gonna do that yeah thank you so any other ideas because i'm i'm trying to come up with ones with traditions yeah those were like those were the big ones yeah that we'd always do any other help from your listeners (laughs) i will i will take because it's stressful having to be the one to decide. And whenever I ask Bo, like we need to, I brought this up last year. I'm like, we need to start our own traditions. Like that's why I wanted to have Christmas at my house last year. And that's why I want to have it at my house this year. Cause I want Hartford to wake up with her tree in her house with her family and like open up presents as if like Santa really did like come just drop cause Santa dropped them off. You know what I mean? And that's important to me. But when I ask Bo about this, he <laughs> Because I'm a little controlling, he's like, it's on you. He's like, I feel like any idea I say, you're going to be like, oh, well, I didn't think of that one. I'm like, I need to get better at that. Did she do like, do you do like cookies and milk for Santa? She was just a baby last year. Okay, but you could, but you could yeah, start that. this year? And you got to do carrots for the reindeer. And okay. then you have to make sure that the, the cookies and milk drank and the carrots are gone in the morning. 
But like maybe like leave some crumbs and like a little bit of milk in the glass and like. Oh my God. I'm like getting so excited about this because <laughs> she knows who Santa is. Like yeah. she looks at a photo or looks at our little mini Santa and she's like, Santa, Santa. Like not very clear, but like we know what she's saying. And when I explain that to her on Christmas Eve, I'm like, we're getting him cookies and this is milk and it's for Santa. And when you wake up in the morning, it won't be there anymore because Santa's coming yeah, to give you presents. when he comes and leaves you a present, you have to leave him cookies and milk because that's, you know, what he likes to eat and drink. So that way he can go and give all the other kids their, you know, presents. He needs yeah. it to give him energy. He needs energy. <laughs> he needs the sugar. <laughs> oh, wow. This just like got me so much more excited for Christmas. Because in my brain, she's still a baby. Yeah. And haven't really thought about it. Like, no, she kind of, she understands. Mm -hmm. Like when I tell her things, she understands even like new things. It doesn't take her very long. Like I just asked her how old she was turning today for her birthday. And she goes two. And I'm like, (gasps) I just, I just taught you that yesterday. You catch on so fast. She's smart. So she will understand that I'm leaving the cookies for Santa. The problem is, I don't know that. That bitch will go to sleep because she'll want those cookies. So it'll be when I tell you we're going to go downstairs to her room and she's going to look at me and she's going, no, 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 cookies, cookies. And she won't go to sleep at night because she'll know that those cookies are upstairs. But they're for Santa. Yeah, I know. She has to share. It's going to be a debate, but like I'm well, really excited about she this. She can have a cookie and then these are for Santa. Leave those for Santa. So you share your cookies. And you can leave the bottle for Santa to drink the milk if you want. You can pick the glass. <laughs> I fucking oh, love Christmas. I do too. It's so much fun. And it's so much fun with like little kids because like when you grow up and you're not a kid anymore and then it's like you don't have those like traditions anymore. Like it's really sad when you get too old for all that stuff. Yeah, Bo and I have talked about this a lot. Like when did holidays become not as fun? Like because we're not kids anymore. So we don't have our parents making the magical. It's now like on us. So like now that Hartford is old enough, we can make it magical for her. Yeah. And then it'll it'll get even better. Yes. I love that. That okay. just made me feel way better about my Christmas plans. Thank you. What a glorious day. I know. It's like Christmas. It is like Christmas. Well, I'm not doing rage checks this month because it's, you know, Christmas. So what is your <laughs> Christmas wish? My Christmas wish. Well, I don't want to say it out loud because like wish is... It's a personal wish. Okay. So, and so, so what's one you can you can say? Hello? I, I know. Well, I'm sorry. Just like the first <laughs> one that popped in my head, like really like if I was on a Hallmark movie right now and somebody said what my Chris, it, like it was the the real one that like, no, I'm not going to say it out loud. It's too okay. personal. So my next Christmas wish. <laughs> fuck. Is that I just get to like go to Europe with my kid. Oh. I'd really like to make that a thing this year. After like going to Italy with Hartford, like having her there. Like that is like really like where my happy place is. It's where Bo's happy place is. Like when we're in Europe, like it doesn't matter what country, there's a like a bunch of them. We literally are, the, we could be doing nothing. Just literally walking all day long, all night long with nowhere cool to go. Just being there. We're so fucking happy. And like, I really hope that that can be a thing that every year, I get to do and like have Hartford experience that too. Does it count as a Christmas wish? What do most people say on your podcast when you ask about that? I mean, like it's whatever you want. What's your Christmas wish? I don't know. No, don't don't fuck with me. You ask the question. That means you have to have one. What's your Christmas wish? <laughs> I just have multiple things. I just be happy. <laughs> just, just super simple. Yes. 
But like so you just, can you can get more specific. My new Christmas wish. My Christmas wish is that we can open our sandwich shop by spring. That's a great <laughs> fucking Christmas wish. Yeah. That's an incredible specific. You know what? I like this question because it's the start. It, that's how you manifest shit. Yeah. It's like when you say, what would I ideally like? When you say it out loud, you're just like, okay. Then like it happens more often than you think. Better. Anyway. Well, thank you for coming on the pod. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. Hopefully you all go watch Harry and Megan. And until next time. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> Happy holidays to you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode. <laughs>